Flying Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is G.S.E. Cooper, and with me today is Rob. Hello! How are you, Jesse? I'm doing fine. Probably going to be a little down after we get done with this dumb character, uh, but... What? I, I th- we're not doing Venom or uh, Spider-Man tonight? No, no, we're not. Um, after, <laughs> especially after following Phantom Rider, who is one of the best characters <laughs> I talked about in a long time. <laughs> Phantom Rider is awesome. I love Phantom Rider, and we're going to talk about someone named Fastos. Interesting. N- never heard of him? Him? I assume it's him? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, never heard of him. Nope. Uh, first, let me just give you a little bit of a preview of what he is. Alright. And tell you exactly how many issues he's been in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can I have an over-under? I'm gonna say, um... Let me just tell you, most of them are reprints. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna say, then, he's actually only had three appearances. That's my guess. A little bit more than that, oh, okay. but it is fifteen. And this is this is fastos with a ph. Yep, fastos the ph. So this is pretty hot and sultry, towering organism symbiote. Is that am I close? So close. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think fastos is besides a towering organism? <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Um He is a towering organism. He, is, he is a towering organism. I'm gonna guess an alien. Sounds like an alien kind of thing. Fasto. So I could be a demon. But that's no, I'm gonna go with alien. And, You're going um, way too interesting on this. Go uh, more boring. <laughs> <laughs> more boring. Well, he's not a Morlock, so that's good. I'm safe there. Um, so more boring would be um he's an Atlantean. Uh, on the le- on the level of an Atlantean, he's oh, an Eternal. Oh, oh, Eternal. Okay, I was gonna say um, Inhuman, but uh, it's the same. Eternal's even worse. Um, just describe what he looks like. Oh, well, he's got kind of a he's got a he's got a Thor hammer thing going on. Yeah. I like that. I like that. He has like the '80s boots, which is just like rings of like just a ring of a material. Which is something that, like, the 80s loved. He also has a sash, like he's in some kind of space pageant. It's a backwards Y. You're right, it is a backwards Y. Yeah, and a belt. Like, and he's also the token black character in Eternals. Yeah, well, you know, even even the Eternals have to, uh, have to be inclusive. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, they have to have one person who's not white. A boring. (laughs) Like, <laughs> let this be a lesson. Black people could be boring as well. That's right. Damn it. Marvel was giving people a, uh, important lessons. That's what they were all about. Yeah. Like, there were so many interesting black superheroes and stuff. And they had to just, like, Kirby just needed to make sure you had at least one boring black character in Marvel. At least it's not Black Rider. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's, uh, that is, DC got that piece of interestingness so oh you mean the uh the the just the real wonderful um 
skiing death <laughs> yeah speedster yeah, yeah. the skiing um uh, uh death character which you know is like the legends say that we all grew up reading uh that when you die a skiing character <laughs> comes down from the sky and takes your soul yes <laughs> And, you know, nothing brings a gravitas to a Flash comic like Flash being chased by a person who's skiing at him fast. (laughs) The best part, too. I mean, Silver Surfer is, like, ridiculous, but awesome because he's so ridiculous. But, like, Black Rider had had ski poles. That was the best part to me. I don't know why. (laughs) Like, he could have (laughs) just flew real fast. Right. Like, it could have been, like, like, like. I don't know an Olympic guy with no with no poles, but just, he's got normal like eighties ski or seventies ski poles. Oh, I love it. That's that's the worst. Speaking of people who are way less interested, yeah, Fastos, <laughs> Fastos. So, guess what his real name is? Fastos. Wait, oh, no. you got it. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, he is a technologist oh. and chief engineer of a steel mill. Of a steel mill. Yeah. That's the Eternals just have a steel mill? Well, we'll get so, we'll talk about something cuz this was an era, a specific era before something happened. Okay. Okay. Which so, is everything is an era before something happened. That's but fair. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> Tell oh. us about how ta- linear time works, Jesse, please. So if you perceive time as a never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um so he is a citizen of Olympia, oh, citizen sure. of West Germany. With West no, Germany. West Germany. Okay. Some would say best Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're in the 80s before the Berlin Wall fell. That's right. That's right. My brother was actually born in West Germany. Or aka best Germany. Yeah. I like to kid that he, he lives somewhere that doesn't exist or he's from somewhere that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, wait, on his birth certificate, would it say West West Berlin or something like that? Uh, he was born in the middle of nowhere, but uh, it actually it did it, it, it's whatever it, they didn't call themselves West Germany, and I forget. I, now I'm gonna I'm gonna not gonna guess because I forget what it is. But it's like one was like the Democratic Republic, and the other one was like the Republic of Democrats or something like that. So yeah, his birth certificate does say whatever West Germany called itself uh, in reality. And interesting fact: so my, I'm 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 Latino. Um, and my brother, they have strict naming laws in Germany. So my parents were not allowed to give him the middle name that they wanted to give him because it wasn't in the big book of names, German names. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyway, not to do with anything, but, uh, they could not have named him Fastos, for instance. Well, I mean, I mean, he wasn't born in Germany. He, you know, he immigrated there. So, <laughs> um, so he is. You know, if you're really nice, you can call him Hephaestus or Vulcan. If you're really nice, okay, okay. Yeah. So he's that he's that character in the uh, Eternals. All right, that's yeah. that's okay. He, he makes things. He's that's the hammer. Okay, yeah. that explains the hammer. Um, he's his group affiliation is Eternals of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and his base of operations is West Germany. Jesus. <laughs> And he first he first showed up in Marvel at Eternals Volume Two, oh. Issue One. Oh, Volume Two! But which is known as the worst volume yeah, of not, Eternals. Not a good sign. Yeah, but um, 
he actually first showed up in Red Raven Comics, issue number one, The Origin of Red Raven, in August 1940. Really? Yeah, and he was created and written by Jack Kirby. So this is one of those, like, uh, like um, Groot or something, where they they he went they went back into the backlog and just grabbed a character. Yeah, and this is whenever the Marvel was actually uh, timely, right? Timely, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So this is technically he's technically Golden Age. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. And this and this comic uh, had yeah, it was timely whenever, but uh, it was and that was before they became Atlas and then Marvel. I always forget Atlas. I always yeah, forget. It was that. a short. It was very shortly ran. It was like Atlas was kind of during the time when during during the fifties, basically. Yeah, yeah. When no one it became really cared. Marvel. I think it became Marvel around the around the time around the sixties. I want to say. I think it was like really close to before the uh, Fantastic Four. I think. It was really yeah because like the first the first thing that was um that was what's the word. Um, the Marvel Universe right. was was Fantastic Four, which is yeah. why they why it's important, but at the same time, why everything vastly outstripped and like overlapped it <laughs> as something relevant. Uh, yeah, it's not so easy being the first. It's not easy being the first whenever you can have everything else follow, including the X Men. Oh, uh, my, yeah. my beloved X Men. But uh, I don't like X Men that much anymore. But you know, it's whatever. I've made that known. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I've listened to the show. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, he's technically golden age. Okay. Fast has been around. Yeah. So, I don't know if he was black in that, but oh, know. interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I I have no idea how to check either because I don't have a. I, I'm not going to buy Red Raven Comics number one. <laughs> <laughs> Try to find Red Raven Comics number one. Yeah, I'm going to go right to Heritage Docs and auctions and spend several hundred dollars for that, and uh, just to be disappointed. Yeah, and uh, that included six stories: the origin of Red Raven, of the origin of the Human Top, <laughs> Mercury in the 20th Century, Race Wait, to Jupiter, Mercury in the 20th. If it already was the 20th century, <laughs> well, yeah. So it could have just been Mercury, Mercury. right now. <laughs> well, race to Jupiter, <laughs> race to Jupiter, recreator like of souls. Interesting. In the origin of the internal brain, I actually kind of run and read some of this stuff because it sounds like some fun Golden Age stuff. Yeah, I do like but some of that crazy stuff. I love. I like Golden Age a lot. Silver Silver Age can be a little tiresome. Yeah, yeah, no, the, and especially I think right on the cusp of uh, like later Golden Age, I, I find is some really interesting, weird things because um, superhero comic sales were going down, and so they were just trying to do anything weird. And yeah, there's some good stuff there. Yeah, and I have a whole book of just like kind of like weird like uh, superheroes and stuff from well, from across the age of superheroes. Oh, cool. And uh, some of the stuff they did in the Golden Age was pretty fun. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Plus- but also, also another thing: the whole like Batman doesn't kill thing only came up in the Silver Age because, like, in the first issue of Batman, he had the Batcopter and he literally hung someone oh, yeah. from the bottom of his cat. Oh, yeah. And then he like makes a joke about it. He's yeah, like, like oh. it was like it was a thing he did. Like he used to just he has a massive body count. 
Yeah, yeah, no, he had guns at least once or twice. It, it, like he drops guy, throw guy, throws guys off of buildings. Like it's um, yeah, like it like cool. it like it knowingly kills them. Yeah, like it's so. So well, yeah, it was before everybody had to be Superman or Captain Marvel. Like that's yeah. that's kind of what happened. It's like at some point they were like, okay, everyone needs to be like these guys, and it went boring. Yeah, but. Speaking of boring, faster. <laughs> See, this always happens when I talk about an eternal. We talk about everything else. It's almost twenty minutes in, and we we went out a conversation about West Germany. You know. But, all right. Well, okay. Let's start at the beginning then. Fastos. Fastos. Okay. Let's get to his less than. I'm going to say less than two hundred words history. <laughs> so little has been revealed about the past of the eternal named Fastos. Oh my god! When that's your first start, that's that's not a good sign. Especially when you have two paragraphs. Oh my information. god! I'm surprised he got his a full page, and not just in the Eternals. Like here's a bunch of random Eternals. Well, all of them, like most of these Eternals should have just been on a page called The Eternals. Yeah, yeah, like they did for a bunch of people. Like that would have been, hmm. Okay, all right, so. Like I would, like, Bat, Truck, Bat Truck did not get his own page, and he definitely <gasps> should have gotten a page. Bat Truck the Leaper? Yeah, he sh- he did not get one. He had the <gasps> B- Bat Truck's Brigade. Sacre bleu. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's like, sad. He's a good, good flip boy, and no one gave him a page. It's, you know, again. You can say what you want about Batrock, but he was in uh, Winter Soldier, so that makes him instantly, instantly cooler. It's like I like with the. I already talked about this a little bit, but I have a. I have so much sympathy for any of the people in like a a past the first uh, Captain America movie because because it's like person people fighting people. The foley, the foley artists do extra good job at making you know that the punch from Captain America hurts. Oh yeah, if you're a regular person, and the first person who he just Spartan kicks off the side of uh, <laughs> off the side of the thing, like it, that, it stuck with me for years. <laughs> oh, I gotta re-listen to that. Oh, that's awesome. Because like, because like, like for like he just Spartan kicks it. And it's just like yeah. a thud, and the guy's. Just like, <laughs> Like in a certain way, and he hits the thing. He hits the side, and then flips over. Oh, that's beautiful! It, it is just like, oh my god, that hurts. Oh, <laughs> like, I love that I whole feel, bit. I, love I feel that. so sorry for him. Oh. And also, also like Cap is just like it, they do a good job of showing like how strong he is as a human. Yeah, and yeah. that gets that gets really lost once you have you know every single other member of the team except for Black Widow. <laughs> oh, the sound of the uh, elevator fight oh, oh in that my movie. God. So I good. need to watch it again just so I could wince every single time I, I hear this meaty meaty thud of oh, a giant fist. I recently watched it because I don't know, was, I saw some article and they had a, they had the video of it and I was like, okay, once, once I start it, I have to finish it. And like, it's just, it's so good. It still holds up so good. Oh yeah, Fastos. Fastos. Yes. Much like Fastos, it's so good. So so good. We tried to stay on topic and we literally got one sentence in. Look, it says not much is known about it. We're filling in the gaps. <laughs> We're filling in the gaps. Okay, so um he's either a third or fourth generation eternal. Sure. Whatever. And in ancient Greece was mistaken for an Olympian god. Oh, much like many of the Eternals. Yeah. Even yeah, though there this, were actual Olympian gods, so it makes yeah. no sense. And which I feel like Hephaestus was one of the nicer gods, but I feel like you would still get like just a just like a big 
like flaming glob of steel thrown at your head if someone called you a Festus and <laughs> you know out of nowhere he'd just be like he'd get he'd get on on his crippled leg and just be like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> i love him just throwing molten metal at people. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's way more cooler than throwing lightning at someone just be like just like a huge handful of molten metal coming out of the sky and hitting you <laughs> just like how you just get a couple drops on you like ouch what 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 is that <laughs> Like, 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 you get a couple drops, but the person beside you is like encased in metal and burning oh. alive. It's just like, oh my god! Beautiful thing, beautiful thing. Again, Fastos. Yeah, Fastos. Um, so <laughs> he served as the master technologist for the Internals of Earth uh-huh. and created stuff for them. Yeah, we've heard, we've all heard of the stuff he created. Yeah, uh, he forged the sword of the internal Kingo. Sunan. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, like, I might try to find out who that person is. That sounds like a name. <laughs> a Jack Kirby name. Sunan. Wait, let me... Sunan. Khan Nunian... Nunian Sun Khan. <laughs> so... Fun fact, um, whenever you look up King Sunan on uh, Comic Vine, who appeared in decidedly less epi- issues than, than Fastos, <laughs> um, all it says in his like, little one-sentence descriptor that they have for all the characters, mm-hmm. he has all the powers of the Eternals. All of them. And, and a sword. And and he has less than fifty words as a description. Oh my god! Really so left his mark on the comics world. Yep, definitely did. And it's good good thing that uh, Fastos was there to make a sword for him. <laughs> <laughs> Fastos. And he was also a teacher to their internal scientist Sigmar. Oh, Sigmar. Hmm. Oh. Was, I might talk about Sigmar. I don't know. He- we'll be disappointed then. I guess. <laughs> Can't wait! Can't wait! <laughs> he okay. Here's the here's the okay. Because spoiler alert or peek behind the curtains or peek, you know, behind the kimono if you're nasty. Um, <laughs> here's the I think the best nod filled ad lib history I've ever seen. Like in this one pass, because I. I think most of the episode, the last time I talked about him, mm-hmm. was about this one paragraph and how frickin' lazy it is. <laughs> Alright, I'm ready. This is I'm ready. Fastos has long lived with a deep sorrow whose nature and origin are yet unrevealed. <laughs> so he's the emo technologist of the Eternals. <laughs> Who doesn't even cry about who doesn't even tell people about why it's sad. He's just bummed. Fastos believes that his life is meaningless and is searching for someone or something (laughs) whose identity has not been revealed. (laughs) That is two sentences in a row (laughs) that it's in that has not been revealed. Sounds like the setup for a Christian Mingle commercial. Like Fastos goes on and finds the love of his life. Presumably this person or object it's the focus of his obsession, oh which he admits of he admits to having. 
So, so someone has not filled in the noun portion. So he of the lip. So he is obsessed with somebody. We don't know who that is. No, no, no. It's not even a something. It could be a something or someone. We don't know. Oh, maybe he's in love with this that hammer. But he knows where it's at. <laughs> but no one else knows. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Perhaps Fasto's search is the reason why he remained on Earth when most of his fellows internals left for outer space. So again, no reason that's been revealed. Like he doesn't even have a friend who's just like, Man, this is why I'm sad. But he, he moved to to West Germany. Maybe he just really loves Strudel. Maybe maybe he was maybe he was looking for Strudel all of his life. <laughs> He's been searching for the perfect Strudel, the one that speaks to him. Perhaps also, again, there's no certain terms in this whole <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he does per- this. I don't perhaps, know. too, his sorrow and obsession is influenced by his refusal to participate in war. Oh, okay. That's so, actually so, interesting. Th- so that's something. Yeah. But again, it's not concrete. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe he's perfectly okay with being a pacifist and not conflicted at all. Hmm. Maybe not. Who knows? Why are we doing this? Why are we here? I don't know. The only concrete sentence in this whole paragraph. He recently turned down a request by his fellow eternal Icarus to join him in a dangerous new venture by the Deviants. That, so that's it. He turned a job down. That's, that's the most concrete thing we know about this guy. And instead, he works as a chief engineer at the largest steel mill in West Germany. Really? That, like, undercover? Do people know, like, oh, yeah, that's Fastos. He's a uh, really ancient alien. <laughs> Shows up to work in big red and white boots. Presumably, to pursue his ancient, I mean, his mysterious search. Huh. Huh. So maybe he <laughs> moved to West Germany. Because it helps him? Question mark? Maybe he's trying to make a metal mate. Like that's, Maybe. That he works at a steel mill. He is a technologist. He's trying to make a robot that, will, that he can uh, love forever. Because he's immortal, right? Yeah. I'm telling you, we, we this is our limited series. We've got this down. We're going to figure this guy out right now. <laughs> Fastos makes stuff butt. <laughs> That's our limited series? Yeah, Fastos and the bot. Soon and my, for Marvel Max. <laughs> <laughs> the whole last issue is just them going to town. It's like, finally, someone who's metal. <laughs> Um, so, oh, yeah, that's his history. Okay, that's a hell of a history. That's yep. like that's amazing. It took us almost 30 minutes of trying to talk about him. We finally got through it. What uh what are his special abilities? Let's let's get to this. What is uh So, well, first let's get to his what what people see. Okay. He's 6'3". All right, big guy. Okay. He weighs 4 4 10. That's he almost odd. weighs a really nice amount of weight. He just needs to gain like a little bit of weight. <laughs> solid, very <laughs> solid. Yeah, he has brown eyes and he's bald with a black beard. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a good look. It's still a good look. Very popular now. You know, his strength level 
is about he can lift at least twenty five tons, which is which is more than the internals normally yeah. can, which is fifteen tons. Nice. And his known superpowers is think of a power he has it. Okay, that's why I hate the turtles. By the way, one of the reasons I hate the turtles. They can do everything. Yeah, because they were they were engineered. They were like the Inhumans, but for Celestials. Yeah, like the Celestials made them. They're tiny gods and. All they do, and also one of the things I harp on this every time I talk about Eternal, they they can teleport, but they don't like to because it gives them because it makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> That's why I, I mean, don't, Jesse. Can you can you imagine like being a just just a just basically a god who's a, who's immortal and can't die and can pretty much do whatever you want, <laughs> but you get a stomachache if you teleport instantaneously across the universe. Uh, guess I gotta call that Uber. I, I could guess, teleport I guess, to pick up my Chinese food, but ugh. I mean, I could, I could do this thing that literally almost no one can do in with no consequence, except for a bit of a stomach ache. <laughs> oh no! Fa- what am I going to do? Fastos takes the bus. <laughs> that's that's issue two of the limited I'm gonna, series. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk to my friend who could run real fast, who could also teleport, but all he does is build things that go faster than him. The Eternals are eternal shame. (laughs) So, so yeah, like he, like they even have the ability to manipulate molecules. Yeah, like like, transmute things. They could look. They could build anything they wanted. They can look any. They look any way they want. They can. They could teleport because, but they're big babies. Oh my god! I hate that. They're you know you know how little that stomach ache is going to be. I know. or soreness is going to be in the timeline of your life. Well, plus they're Im- right, they're immortal, so it's like the only way to kill them is to atomize them atom by atom. Because yeah. if there's one left, they regenerate. Right. So, like, literally, like, how how long would it possibly be have their little tummy ache? Like a half hour? Like that's that should be nothing to them. You know what? I do when I have a stomach ache. I deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I go out and I drink like a professional. This is not difficult, Fastos. You know, I sometimes I go to work with a stomachache, and guess what I do? I don't complain about it. I just do my work. Yes, because we're adults, and we're not even thousands and thousands of years old. You know, maybe maybe get your like limited use internal person who's named like Medicus or something to give you a, something to get rid of your stomach ache. They could all invent something to get rid of your stomach ache. They can manipulate matter. This is n- should not be a problem for them. They could build themselves a new stomach. Like why? Okay, I'm done. Done. <laughs> We're done talking about. We're so that mean. I, I feel so bad for Jack Kirby, but uh, he created this. He's got to live with this. Oh, like he obviously wanted to do this story forever. Oh yeah, I mean the Eternals are yeah his his baby his first attempt at well second attempt I guess at creating this concept that was clearly like always living in his brain of these you know the gods come back kind of a thing. Like this is literally something that's been in his head for almost forty five years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 and the thing is, it, the problem is, is whatever you finally get to work on your dream project, it tends to go out of control because you've had so much long, so long to think about it. Yeah, he's overthought it, and so you end up with uh, some dude living in West Germany that nobody knows about and won't do anything. 
It's great yep. storytelling, Jack. Sorry. You're the king, but uh, Fastos was not your finest hour. Nope. And uh, But you know what your finest hour is? Hmm. Your, your podcast, so talk about that. <laughs> I um, am co-host of the Interrupted Tales podcast, uh, which is a podcast where we read old stories from pulp and vintage magazines, and uh, we put a mystery science theater type commentary to them. So we tell jokes. It's a comedy podcast, and uh, it's uh, really fun. Every episode is a complete story. We do sci-fi, romance, uh, crime, horror, all kinds of genres, and uh, it's uh, it's it's really, um, I think it's, it's fun to do, and I think it's a pretty fun listen. So you can find us at Interrupted Tales com. You can find the podcast anywhere you get podcasts, including Spotify. Um, I still am not on Spotify. I, we, How did it take three months? We just got on. It's it's awesome. Like it it, it just to be there. You're like, all right, yay! And you know, and you get. I'm gonna you put get a in few another request. I know. I did. I did hit the button like five times, but um, it's. Um, it's uh, we're we're on there, and so you can find us pretty much everywhere now. And especially the best place to probably find us if you're looking for social media is Twitter um, at uh, Tail Interrupted. Uh, I would like to put in a request. Yes, I would like I would like you to do another trade story. We have another trade story in the works um, from Railroad Illustrated, which is one of our favorite finds of all time. And the I what that's lasted for like how many? How long? It was like almost. It was like 116 years. <laughs> it was or something so crazy. Yeah, like you definitely have so many trade tales. <laughs> yeah, it's insane, and but it's great. And uh, I will also say, Jesse, as a request from last time, uh, we have in the queue. It's a little further away but we have in the queue um a story from stag magazine which <gasps> yes! is a uh, an ultra manly if you know in wink wink magazine um about survival and weird stories of people getting kidnapped by nazi lesbians and all kinds of like crazy bizarre things so we've got uh and they also had amazing covers amazing but covers really boring inside yeah yeah but like we've got i found a i found a pretty good story that works so uh we got that okay. coming up for you and that that's okay. just for you 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 can, inspired can, that okay thank you because that's i've been looking forward to it yeah yeah no we and, i've been trying to get into kind of the men's adventure realm that and uh they're harder to find actually than some of the other stuff so um but i'm excited i'm excited to kind of enter into a new genre okay because I, I can't wait i need to i need to know why someone needs to use a ferret as a weapon against a <laughs> horde of best ferrets. cover ever weasels ripped my flesh is the best cover ever they've done they did it like five times too there's like a monkey one um <laughs> no, i think my favorite i think my favorite one because i love all the ones where they get attacked by just a swarm of something oh, yeah my favorite one is where a man is being sworn by a bunch of bats and and it, it does it's not shown on the cover but i can only imagine because one of the bats is coming towards the the reader right and i can only imagine he was using that bat to throw it <laughs> well in the in the weasels ripped my flesh when he's holding a weasel and batting it at the other weasels so that that stands to reason that he's throwing a bat at the bats that's uh that's uh, like, crafty. It's so good. It's so good. And like, I was actually going to do one of my uh, pop culture 
uh, class papers mm-hmm. over the um because most of those are in like the 50s and 60s yeah. after a lot of like post-war a lot of veterans were back and you know kind of feeling like they weren't important anymore right and that was like most of the and like i wanted to write about like masculinity wait, in in the 50s wait white men feeling like they're not important anymore what, what could go what? wrong with that jesse oh i like i can only think of a billion things that happened just yesterday <laughs> our world is sad <laughs> like, like i think the latest one and this is i know this is the plug section but <laughs> the latest one where was because you know we have a video every maybe every couple days where a white person just oh, thinks that yeah uh, the fact that someone not white existing in their area means that they're they're illegally or oh, needs to be taken away by the cops i'm because obsessed with those like uh someone's I, at their I, own pool at their you no, know the, apartment complex and get the cops get called and you're like what well, no, the what? great thing is, is every single one of those videos ends up with a white person in, in question fired from their job. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is their name, when you look their names up, if you Google them, that video comes up, which means they won't be able to get another job, which oh, means they get to feel a fraction, a fraction of the things that they inflicted on people. It's truly like, you know, there's a lot of. A lot of crap that the internet has brought on to people, but the karmic retribution of that kind of bullshit is, and is amazing. It is, and it's so instant too because it goes viral. Oh, that, like all of them do, they go viral, and the next day you you see the person, the person from this, the, the person who called the cops on this black person for existing, <laughs> uh, got fired. Oh yeah, and it's they. Oh, I mean, your name is going to be found out instantaneously. Your place of business is going to be emailed. Like it's insane, and my god, people just keep doing it. So oh my god, and like and like it's if anything, at least you're. At least the people being targeted could be like, well, guess what? I got this whack-ass white person fired from their job and literally ruined for the rest of our life unless they work for white supremacists. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, that is a booming job markets. <laughs> but um, no, the latest one that I saw was another one where just it wasn't a black person. This time it was uh, an immigrant. Oh, who, wait, wait, you know, wait. It was here legally. Wait, wait, wait. Did you see the Puerto Rican lady? No, no. Well, that was one of them. That was that no. one's that one's no. amazing. And but, no. Oh, oh. no, cops. The cop in that one is bad. Oh I like my it god, when the he's cops horrible. actually take. He doesn't do anything. This guy's screaming at a lady and approaching her, and the cop just stands. I'm sorry, why? Why are we talking about this? But it's but, totally but no, crazy. But, no, but the, the, the the what that happened today, the what that happened like I think a couple days ago is where like a. Uh, it was just a Latina person mm-hmm. who was here, like, legally and everything. She was going to a community poll. Like, who you can only get in is if you have a specially printed card. Of course. To swipe in. And he called the cops and uh, everything. And she was just like, why would I jump the fence with my baby? <laughs> and the, the, the entire time, the the, the white person and that, that was doing this was just like, look at the cops. Like, how are we supposed to proceed and not talking to her? And the entire time, the cops was treating his him like a child. Be like, there's only one way to get in here, right? It, it's... It's so insane that I grew up, like, you know, in the 80s with a mother of, uh, with a very, very heavy uh, Hispanic accent. And 
I had less trouble in my life than people in 2018 do. It's insane. <sighs> it is. It is insane. Yeah. But you know what else is insane? How long this outro has been going? <laughs> I'm still so, doing plugs. Uh, we're interrupting yeah, tales on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So subscribe. Um, so um, I'm just not going to do the plugs for this episode because <laughs> we, we talked about how bad a lot of white people are. I'm not even going to say some, just a lot. Oh, just a lot. There's they're they're out there. You're good. There's a, they know the good ones know who they are. They're the ones who listen to this podcast. Damn it. Yeah, the good ones know who they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah. So this has been Alpha f- Alphabet Flight, and I don't know, like, oh, mind your own business, white people. Bye. That's right. Listen to Fastos. Mind your own business, white people. <laughs>